Welcome to the Productive Life Podcast. In this podcast, you will hear a lot of different tips and techniques to help you with your overall productivity. If you are a fellow college student listening to this podcast, then we invite you to not only listen, but to take the information we give you and apply them to your life so that you can effectively manage your time well in school. Over the next semester, you will hear content that'll be applicable to anyone who wants to improve their lifestyle, not governed by works and academics. We also believe that productivity is to be used for the glory of God and that his name will be glorified through whatever we do. If becoming productive is just a means to an end, then there will be no purpose and meaning in life. But in this podcast, we seek to approach productivity as a God-given gift so that believers can use them to not only benefit our lifestyle, but to benefit the lives of many others with this gift God has given us. In today's episode, we will talk about our memory, how to learn more effectively, and how learning should be used for the glory of God. So if you're up for the challenge, then let's get productive. Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the Productive Life Podcast. In today's episode, we will be talking about learning and memory. The topic of memory is super important to us because learning is part of who we are as we were designed by God to learn. Other than being vital for human life, memory and learning is important to strive in whatever academic endeavor or ministry we pursue in our future. Whether that means cherishing those sweet childhood memories and sharing those stories with others, telling and giving an anecdote of how you first came to know Christ on a personal level, or maybe even remembering mundane facts and concepts for academia, projects, and so on, memory is an important topic to talk about. While we don't go too in-depth on learning in and of itself, our main focus will be on the topic of learning and most importantly, how learning is to be used for the glory of God. As stated before, having memories and learning is a part of life. Since we were babies, we had to learn how to do everything we now know how to do. We learn how to walk and gain that muscle control in our legs. We learn how to communicate to others in loving ways, and we may even learn how to learn, which isn't today's topic of discussion, but is nevertheless an important topic if you're interested, especially in the academic setting. But in today's episode, we will be focusing more specifically on how to learn more effectively. And if you're a student, especially in any field of academics, this might be an important episode for you to listen to. There are many different theories in how human beings learn, and in no way am I going to say the one best way to learn. But this system is what I use when I study, and so I want to share with you guys my system for learning certain material. And before I share my technique with everyone, 
I just want to let you know that although I'm sharing the actual system I use for memorizing stuff, you hold on. And before I share my technique with everyone, I just want to let you know that although I'm sharing the actual system I use for memorizing stuff you may normally put on flashcards, let's say phone words or SAT words, I will also be describing the philosophy of the system I use. So without wasting any more time, the system that I use to remember stuff more easily is through Anki. You might have heard of Anki before, or you might have not. And there's no judgments if you haven't. But basically, Anki is a free and open source flashcard program using spaced repetition, a technique from cognitive science for fast and long-lasting memorization. It's basically like your standard flashcards, but flashcards on steroids. Okay, maybe not steroids, but you get what I mean. I came across Anki during my time in language learning. I needed some way to memorize a bunch of vocabulary words, but the only question was how. That's when I came across Anki, and you'll find that a lot of language learners point to this system when it comes to learning a language, though mostly vocabulary memorization. Productivity gurus and professional language gurus like Benny Lewis or Thomas Frank would highly recommend this more than standard flashcards, and here's why. Is anyone familiar with the forgetting curve? Let me give you a brief history of it. It was founded by a German psychologist by the name of Hermann Eppinghaus in 1885. He tested his memory over various periods of time, and once he gathered all the data from his spaced learning studies, his spaced learning studies, he plotted it on a graph that looks a little something like the forgetting curve. He discovered that memory retention decreases over time, and that when you first learn something, the information disappears at an exponential rate, i.e. you lose most of the retention in the first couple minutes, hours, and days. Basically, he noticed that learners who learn a concept, for example, will forget an average of 90% of that concept within the first month. That makes perfect sense. It's not like Animal Crossing, where your avatar reads the instructions quickly on how to build an item, and then you remember it for the rest of the game. We're also not like Batman, who knows 40 different languages and 127 different fighting styles. Seriously, look it up. He knows a lot of things we don't give him credit for. Learning isn't a one-time event, but is a process. And learning continues to build upon what we already know. The more times you reveal a concept, the less likely you will forget, and the more you will remember. Obviously, a picture of this forgetting curve would be best, and is hard to explain as a podcast episode, but a quick search on Google will provide a nice visual on the graph. Once 
he discovered the exponential decline of memory. Ebbinghaus identified the factors that contribute to it, which we'll get to in a minute. So to briefly summarize, we first talked about Anki and how it's a much better version of standard flashcards. That is because it uses spaced repetition to its advantage. I'll say that again. That is because it uses spaced repetition to its advantage. With standard flashcards, you go through all of your flashcards, let's say, every day for 10 minutes. And that's great. But honestly, you are only then practicing recognition from your long-term memory, not recall. Basically, recognition means identifying information after being exposed to it. For example, taking a multiple choice quiz requires that you recognize the correct answer out of a group of available answers. That's great and all, but if we really do want to succeed in our future careers and identify ourselves with the information you are learning, then try practicing recall. Recall is basically being able to access the information without being cued. Answering a question on a fill-in-the-blank test is a good example of recall. I like the concept of recall because it's a form of acquisition of the material learned. While we're still on the topic of acquisition of the material learned, I think it can be the best representation of knowledge and wisdom. Wisdom, while not being recall, means that you can spill out knowledge and random facts about random subjects, meaning that you know the subject quite well enough that you can have a discussion about it, seek more questions in that subject, and have the ability to teach it to others if you think the subject's worth teaching. For those of you attending Moody Bible Institute, this should be the reason why you are here in the first place to learn and gain wisdom both from the Word of God and in our major specific classes. Imagine if you came all the way here to Chicago and to Moody, learn great things about the Word, but you end up not having the desire to teach the Word, counsel others, or teach English or other subjects to others for ministry, then let me tell you that you have wasted your years at Moody. So do you see how the topic of memory and learning are such important topics? There is so much more than just remembering. There is also one way in which human beings created in the image of God can flourish, relate to one another, and strive in community. See, memory isn't just for the individual. It has a communal aspect to it that makes it so special and valuable. But if we want to continue with the topic of memory, we also need to talk about forgetting, which actually isn't the total opposite of learning, but I do know that it's inconvenient. But I do know it's inconvenient, whether that is forgetting a name, a specific deadline, or anything for that matter. And am I in no way saying or expecting anyone to memorize everything? But there are ways to combat forgetting stuff 
and help cement important information in your memory. Thankfully, we've already covered some things that can help with our memory and retention. That's right, I'm talking about exercising and sleep. And so if you want to go over the benefits of those things, you could look back on the previous episodes. As with habits and the other previous topics we talked about in this podcast, everything can be used for the glory of God. But honestly, you may not equate learning with glorifying God, but learning is. You see, learning is a form of humility. Learning keeps you humble from the pride of thinking you know everything, because let's be honest, you don't. There is always someone better than you, smarter than you, so let's just accept that fact. Learning should not be an idol. As with anything here on earth, idolizing something can be easy to come by and can easily be seen as more important than God. We must understand that memory and the benefits of learning should never be a means to an end. Instead, it should be viewed as a vessel and an opportunity to grow more in love with Christ and display His glory through wisdom. I have heard some fantastic quotes on learning and how learning impacts who we are. And this topic is especially important for those who want to become teachers in the future. For those who do want to teach, first and foremost, you need to be a student. And that doesn't mean you have to be in school for the rest of your life. That just means you constantly have to learn. Learning not only from your students, but from other peers, elders, church leaders, children, and the list can go on. And when I say you, I mean everyone. Everyone needs to constantly learn. Education, whether inside the classroom or not, should be ingrained in our DNA and how we can minister to the next generation and love God with our minds. In his article from Desiring God, titled Resolve to be a Lifelong Learner, David Mathis writes that the heart of lifelong learning that is explicitly Christian is not merely digging deeper into the seamlessly bottomless store of information there is to learn about the world and humanity and history but plugging into the infinite flood of Christ's love and how it all comes back to this in its boundless breadth and length and height and depth and seeing everything else in its light. The center of lifelong learning for the Christian is knowing God himself in Christ through the gospel word and the written word of the scriptures in the hearing and the reading and study and meditation and memorization of the Bible. This is true that the more we grow in knowledge, the more we should grow in love and more in deep appreciation for how God created and blessed humanity with knowledge so that we can use it to inspire others to live a more fruitful life. So allow me to reiterate that learning isn't just for you, the individual, but learning is beneficial for the community. And of course, let's not forget the author and creator of knowledge and wisdom. Let us thank God for this wonderful gift and may we never take learning for granted. 
To conclude, I just want to summarize what we've said in this episode because we covered a lot of information, as usual. First, we gave the briefest of brief introduction to memory and learning, the Anki system, and how that's one of the ways to maximize learning, although it really targets only one aspect of learning, and a theology of learning and learning that glorifies God. Well, that's all the time we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode as much as I've enjoyed talking about it. Stay tuned for next week's episode where we talk about music and whether or not it can help us study. Alright guys, until next time, get out there and stay productive. Stay productive.